So thank you so much for tuning in to the Mental Fabric Podcast show. I have a very special guest, Enida Sayed. Um, what can I say about this amazing professional? She's been in magazines. She has an awesome YouTube channel, awesome uh, social media following. And I think she's going to teach us a little bit more about ourselves and also probably about relationships. So thank you so much for joining me today. So how are you doing? How is your Thursday going so far? Good. It has been a busy Thursday. It kind of felt like a Monday, to be honest. So it was very busy, but good. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I swear for me, um, it, it's very... I work day and night and I'm pretty sure you feel the same way. And there's days when I wake up, I'm like, I don't feel like doing anything. I just want to watch Netflix yeah. today. <laughs> um, and every time I look up, you're as busy, if not more busier than I am. And I'm like, how does she have the energy for all this? Yeah. Uh, so like when I think of someone that's like yourself, that's a very passionate about their profession, I always think of someone that's obsessive. Now, not in a bad way. But we both know if it was just for the money, we will not be doing this because there's a million ways to make money. So there has to be something more than that. Um, so tell me, why did you decide to start your own um, therapy practice? So honestly, nothing makes me more happier than helping people finding their smile, their confidence back. It just makes me feel as if I've accomplished something huge. And while I was deciding what career path I wanted to follow, what I wanted to do, I do not want it to be really thinking all about myself, all about me, but more what can I bring to the table? What can I do for this world? What can I bring to this universe? See, everybody is born with a reason. There is a purpose. So I believe my purpose is helping people finding the light within themselves and being able to be happy and celebrate life. Yeah. I love that so much. And again, that, that comes back to who you are as a core, right? Now, a lot of people yeah. don't know this, but we live in two different places around the world. Um, yeah. You are in Manchester and I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Have you ever heard of Milwaukee, Wisconsin? <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it's okay. No. A, a lot of people don't know who we are. Um, do you follow basketball? Like, do you follow like United States basketball? I used to love basketball, but that's way back, to be honest. <laughs> you know what? It, it's perfectly fine because, you know, a lot of people think of Milwaukee as the place where Giannis Antetokounmpo, which is the Greek freak. Um, he's a famous basketball player. Um, but besides that, it's either him or we drink a lot of beer. Like okay. those, those are like the only two things. And I'm just like, uh, let's start changing the narrative about Milwaukee a little bit here. So yeah. have you ever been to the United States before? No. Wow. No. I have you... been to Canada, but not to the United States, no. When do you think of United States? Like, and again, there's yeah. no backlash. What do you think of United States? Like what, what comes to mind? Um, first thing that comes to my mind is rat race, rat struggle, race. but at the same time, a huge difference between the poor and the rich. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's a very interesting perspective. So when you say rat race is because we're always known to be working all the time. Is that what it is? It feels like in the U.S. they are more programmed about 
work, 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 work. You know, it's just, you have to work your ass off to be someone. You have to do this, mm -hmm. you have to do that. And it's, they have imprinted it so strongly that you have to work and that there are no shortcuts and that you're not allowed to rest, that there is, you're not allowed to enjoy. So that's a bit missing, to be honest. That's that's what I feel. So yeah. do, you, do you, and so in Manchester, how do you guys work? Is it, do you work a five day week, uh, five day work week, 40 hours yeah. a week? Like, or is it just, when you say program, is it, you know, because again, I'm speaking for myself and every single yeah. person I know, I don't know a single person that works less than 40 hours a week. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, this has been imprinted globally that it's normal, but it isn't. Mm. Um, when I started my practice, I was working much, much, much more because, as you know, running your own business that, that comes up with lots of responsibility um it's an amazing idea but you have to do a lot to get to a point that you start getting clients you start you know that the business starts running now 40 hours a week even in the weekend you will be there will be moments that you will be thinking about work because it gets imprinted it has become a habit. So you slowly start forgetting about who you actually are and what you actually want and why you're working 40 hours a week. There's nothing wrong with that if you're still able to focus on what you want in your life. But the problem is majority forgets about their own dreams and desires and just fade away. Wow. Wow. I mean, you are very spot on and it, this comes to my next question, right? Because work is so, like you said, programming us, we start losing our self identity. We start losing yeah. who we are. We become this person that we look up to or whatever our goal is at work, we become that person. How do you, or how should a person disconnect from Pedro, the working professional to Pedro, the person who loves fishing? How do yeah. I, how do I eat? Because I spent so much time at work how do I make sure I don't lose who I am? Balance. First of all, what I always say and what I personally do is I start my morning with yoga. You have to find out what you like to do. 10 minutes meditation, mindfulness techniques. Um, there are so many tools out there that can help you with connecting with yourself and remaining yourself, grounding yourself. It's okay to work you know, it's absolutely fine. But what's important is that you do tap into who you actually are, what your soul wants, what's your true essence, what are you doing here on this planet? And that to remain in touch with that meditation is very powerful. People do struggle with meditation. Some of them would say, I get bored. I don't really like this. Put on any song, any positive song that you can connect with and just enjoy the flow. And all of a sudden, you will feel so much better. That is meditation, you know, and just let all the thoughts flow. Let them flow just like clouds. Let them come and go. Don't stick to a thought, but just enjoy the music. Just enjoy the song. Wow. I never heard meditation described that way because even myself, I struggle with meditation because yeah. once about like a minute in, I'm like, okay. I start thinking about what I have to do next. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know for, for me personally, my daily routine is I wake up, I pray, make my bed and I do a hundred pushups. Even if I'm going to the gym, whatever's going on in my life, those three things, like 
I always focus on me first and I, those three things make me me. Yeah. But I always wanted to do meditation just to clear my mind just because there's so much going on. Yeah. But I never heard it described in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And you can also, you know, and next to that, find uh, if you really want to try the meditation that everybody talks about, try guided meditation, but find someone that you like the voice of. So it should be a man, a woman that you like the voice that you can connect with. That's important. But in the beginning, just start with any song. Just enjoy it. Just, you know, let the let you just be in that present moment. That's what's important. Be in that present moment. Yeah. That's going to be one of our taglines on social media. <laughs> be in the pre I love that. So what do you think are the pros and cons to therapy? Now, for me, again, I'll be honest, before, you know, me and, you know, my, my past relationships, I didn't think therapy, I thought therapy was like a girl thing, not going to lie. A lot yeah. of men think that therapy, they think of therapy the same way. Then I started going through it. And the hardest part was the first session to say, okay, tell me what's going on. Because when we say what's going on, we, we always talk about the immediate what just happened. We don't talk about everything leading to what happened. And it's such a hard pill to swallow because a lot of times it's our own actions which cause that end result. So what do you think are the pros and cons for anyone when it comes to therapy? Um, oh, there are lots of them because the more we are marketing therapy, the more it's becoming commercial and the more it's becoming complicated. Mm -hmm. So that's a fact. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, the best thing about therapy is you're in a safe space, safe environment. You know that you can talk to a person that you can trust. You feel will feel connected. You will feel listened. And that's what we are missing. These days, everybody is just listening for the sake of listening, but they're not actively listening and understanding where you're coming from. So therapy can afford you that. Also with therapy, you will be able to understand where some behaviors are actually coming from. See, people are not aware of the fact that 90% of what we do is actually our subconscious mind mm -hmm. redirecting us to make specific decisions. So we might be consciously thinking we will be the next millionaire, but in our subconscious mind, we still hear our parents say, we don't have enough money or we are still struggling. Oh, I can't give you pocket money this week or earning money is hard. If that's still in your subconscious mind, no matter how hard you try to become the person you want to become, you won't because your subconscious mind is always going to find reasons to stop you from where you want to get. Mm. And with therapy, there are so many. The best part is there are so many different techniques. There are so many different methods. So everybody is unique. One specific therapy is not going to suit for everybody. Everybody is unique. Everybody needs different approach. So now, especially with having different types of therapies, that make it, that's making it easier for people to heal. Now, on the other hand, therapy you have to pay for it and it's expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you want to give it a try through the government, there is a waiting list for longer than three months, which will make the situation actually worse. Um, they always give antidepressant to be able to cope with the situation in the current um, situation that you're in. But the problem with that is you're just suppressing. 
And the more you suppress, the overwhelming it will get. And on a long term, the more sessions you will need. Mm. Yeah. And also what I personally believe is um, is lacking is that people are very impatient. So they do not understand or do a research about different therapies. And they just choose one specific person that they just want to go just to try out. They, they go for a session. It doesn't work. And then they believe therapy doesn't work. That is so powerful because I don't know if you noticed this, but for me, so my therapist, I loved him so much and I continue to love him so much, but I still now use a different therapist. And I did that because I had to get a different perspective because everywhere I look now, as I don't know if you noticed this or not in Manchester, but United States, yeah. divorce is on the rise. A lot of people, especially younger couples are divorcing. And a lot of that is because, quote unquote, the therapist said, just give up. Or they, yeah. the therapist just blames on the other person, deflecting from the person that's paying for the therapy. Yeah. So now that self-interest is giving bad advice. And it's crazy to see how many men and women online say, I regret my divorce. Or I regret leaving, uh, not even divorce, let's say just a separation or breakup or a hard breakup, right? Yeah. I regret that because what I was told in therapy, what is more about the other person more than the stuff that I needed to fix, but because I'm paying for my therapist. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Like, what does okay. that mean? Couple of things. First of all, being wounded and entering a relationship is a big mistake. And I always say this. Why? Because you are carrying pain within yourself. Now you will attract someone who is carrying pain as well. Mm. So now two people will be coming together who are carrying baggages from everything that happened in the past. And they're hoping to have a happy life without working on the wounds, without working on the triggers, the pain. See, everything is, Im everything is imprinted in your subconscious mind. And no matter how hard you try consciously to be gentle, nice, kind, loving, humble in a relationship, it's not going to work. There will be backlash. Why? Because in your subconscious mind, it might be programmed that relationships don't work. Partners hurt. Especially if you come from a dysfunctional family, there will be that fear all the time. What if this relationship goes wrong? So now you will start looking for someone that you think you might be able to control or you think is going to give you his or her 100%. So you make decisions based upon fear, based upon guilt, based upon pain. It's okay to fall in love. It's okay to feel specific feelings towards someone. That's absolutely fine. The problem is when we enter a commitment, we forget that there is a lot of pain that we are carrying within us and it's going to be an issue in this commitment as well because you're carrying it within you. And another thing, um, in a therapy, it's important to understand that a therapist cannot change your partner, your lover, but a therapist can only 
help you with understanding you why you have specific behaviors. For example, I have a very uh, good friend of mine who came for therapy and he's in a relationship and the main issue there was his short temper, but he never knew he had a short temper and nobody really told him that he was the one who just went from zero to 100. And because he was never told that and people used to just adapt to what he was doing and to what he was saying, he never knew, never understood what his mistake was. And now at the age of 35, he realized when I was guiding him and doing a session with him and I pinpointed out for him, he realized that nobody has really taught, told him that. You know, and that's again something that you see in your environment, in your upbringing, it becomes your normal. So you start behaving in a specific way and you won't see what you're doing wrong. And then it's very important to understand Entering a therapy is for yourself, not for your partner. And it might be that your partner needs therapy as well, especially if you have entered that relationship when you were wounded. Wow. I think uh, I think everyone now is a believer in you and your practice because <laughs> that was that Thank is you. Some deep stuff right there. And I think that I I mean, again, everything that you're saying. I can relate to because again, I've been through the hard breakup, downward spiral, started drinking, did all that. The therapist helped me, be, reminded me who I was and obviously close friends and I support group. Not, let me take it, not take away from my family and friends, you know, everybody yeah. watching right now, but the therapist really showed me, okay, who I am and how to get back on my ass and say, hey, Pedro's an amazing person. Don't forget that. This is stuff we have to work on. And I got to say the first like four sessions, there's a lot of tears. And as yeah. a man, you do not want to cry. Anyone that knows me, I only cry during funerals. Um, so it, it was tough to go into that childhood trauma. But then when I did get out of that childhood trauma and, and then started really focusing on my future, it was just like, wow, I had so much anxiety in the past because of my childhood, like you said, I came from a def uh, def uh, dysfunctional family yeah. and my biggest fear was the future. Like yeah. you described it perfect. You said, I cling on and then it's like, I'm so worried about what, what I don't want to break this up. I don't want to break this up because I've been in the broken home. And then yeah. when you finally get past that, I think of the future differently now. Yeah. But I would never have done that if it wasn't for therapy. So let me ask you this, because you said it too, right? Each therapist is not perfect for each client. Yeah. Sometimes you should shop around, right? Especially with a program like BetterHelp, which yeah. they just, you pay 300 bucks a month. They, they, they give you somebody right away. I used to think 300 bucks a month was cheap. So that's why I did it. Um, and shout out to Dr. Goodman. He helped me realize this, even though he was a therapist on that platform. Um, yeah. He was like, dude, like you don't need every week therapy. Some people need yeah. it once a month or twice a week, right? But you're paying the subscription, which is monthly, and it, it it's a big cost. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you have the right therapist either, because it's easy and it's, it's accessible. Like you said, that exactly. waiting period, that makes a lot of people think like, you know what, I don't need therapy. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna figure this out. So yeah. like, what is your personal opinion on? Okay, again, we're all human yeah. therapists are human. Yeah, therapists, go through breakups, 
they go through yeah. their shit too, right? And sometimes yeah. that could be betrayed <laughs> on the client, right? Yeah. That was the biggest thing my uh, therapist said. Hey, if your therapist is going through something, you may not know it, but eventually that's going to go into your, whatever you're going through. And yeah. that might cloud your little atmosphere here. So what, how do you go to, how do you interview therapists and how do you know when you should say, you know what, let me try a second opinion before I act yeah. upon what this person is telling me. Okay. So first of all, what I would like to say, especially for the listeners, mm -hmm. um, try to choose for a therapy method that's not only based upon the conscious mind and the present, but will help you to focus on the past to build a better future. So there, for example, cognitive behavioral therapy, um, it's the number one. Everybody, every professional would just, you know, every GP, every every doctor, every every person would talk about it and everybody would tell you to go for it. Now, to be very honest about it, as 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 a professional myself, I would say it's good if you just want to work on the present. If there is just one situation that you want to deal with in the present, then okay, just go for it. But if you really want to work on root causes and really want to work on the baggage that you're carrying for years, you have to choose for a therapy method or a therapist that will work with you on past present future mm. so that's the very first thing the second thing is book the free consultation don't just look at the website don't just see the name and read about the information no book the 30 minute 60 minute free consultation that they offer go for it have a good chat and then the last but most important thing is do you feel confident do you feel comfortable? Do you feel safe talking about everything with this specific person? Or is there a hesitation? The moment you feel there is a hesitation and something in you tells you, no, this is not the person, you don't have to book another session. It's a clear sign. Your instincts will tell you who that person is that can help you. But you have to go for the free consultation. It's there for a reason. And then use your instincts. And it's very important that you do feel safe and you feel comfortable talking about everything. Keep that in mind. It's very important to feel safe. Feeling, feeling safe or scared, right? Um, it's so funny because therapy, you're talking to someone, like you said, right? We're having a conversation right now. Yeah. I'm not nervous. I don't know if you're feeling nervous or not, right? No. <laughs> very, very comfortable with talking to you. Yeah. And I think that there's a fear out there that we don't talk enough about is, damn, I have to open up to this person. Yeah. And if we were dating, if I don't feel that comfort level, then I back yeah. away. But mm -hmm. when it comes to yeah. therapists, and again, I'm saying this because I know multiple people that said they wish they would have shopped around. This yeah. is not just my opinion this is people that i've talked to in the industry and they just jump to the first person and they're like well this this is my therapist or this is my psychiatrist right psychiatrists yeah. play a, a factor in this too and it's just like why do we why do we get so scared to say i'm sorry i'm gonna break things off a lot of times you don't even have to do that you just write an email and 
go yeah. to the next one, right? You don't even, you don't even have to give an exp explanation on why you're switching. Um, so I love that you cleared that up because that was one of the things that even for myself, I'm like, without better help, where do I go? Yeah. And, and I had to wait two weeks. And it's funny, my employer helped me find my therapist and I had six sessions free. Yeah. And I was just like, and I started looking into that and I'm like, more employers around the world are focusing on mental health and they have these programs. People just don't use it. Yeah. So ha have you heard about like employers now really diving into mental health and find the resources to help their employees? Um, yes, they are doing that. But again, it's very, very basic. Mm. So, you know, they might offer you anxiety help or help with, you know, stress or time management and stuff like that. But it's very basic. So it's good, though, to start with and then see what the therapist notices and discuss what you're feeling. It's good. But you have to keep in mind there is always a root cause to what you're feeling, you know, and if it's just, you know, stress, anxiety, especially anxiety, chronic anxiety, it's coming from somewhere. And sometimes it's from something that we have been carrying for years within ourselves. And therefore, it's important to see and then observe if that therapist is going to help you with the root cause as well, because there are lots of therapists out there. And I have to say this, they do help you on a basis, on a basic level. They do not touch the root cause. Now, for if you just go for a therapy to cope with the basic level, what will happen? So a couple of months you will feel OK and then you will fall back. And now you will think therapy doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But the therapist never touched the root cause. So root cause is very, very important as well. Root cause therapy, yeah. So why, how as the client do I yeah. know that I need it? I need a deeper understanding than the, 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 the basic. Like how yeah. as a client do I, I distinguish that? So if the therapist is only offering you, you have had three sessions and the therapist is only talking about coping and coping and coping about coping with anxiety, coping with stress, coping with depression. There is only coping. The word coping is only there. And the therapist is not really paying attention what's happening or where it did start. You know, what was the starting point of the anxiety? It might be years ago. If the therapist is not being interested in that part at all, then this therapist is just only providing you with basic tools, basic techniques to cope with trauma maybe in specific situations. But that's not going to be helpful because the trauma is still there or the, the stress, anxiety, it's still there. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That, that, I mean, and that's uh, as the client, you have to be mindful of that, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, okay. What is every session looking like? Take a yeah. step back and say, okay, what if, you know, what do I need to do? And why do I keep feeling like this, even though I'm going to therapy? Like you said, I, you know, I got to say this, um, Cynthia, my therapist, um, she was very blunt, but I needed that bluntness because she yeah. said, I, I remember her exact words were, let's stop fucking playing games and let's get to it. And, yeah. and she said, you're just here telling me about the day and day, day, day stuff. 
You're not telling me what happened, whatever in the past that makes you feel this way every single day. She was like, yeah. you seem very motivated person. You're very entrepreneurial, but you also have a dark past and you never, you always avoided it. You always tell yeah. me one story, then you go away. And so she really said, okay, whether you like it or not today, this is what yeah. we're talking about. Exactly. And, yeah. And, and that changed my life. Cause then I'm like, my first episode of, the, of this podcast was about buckets is about yeah. putting a person in the right bucket and that one bucket doesn't affect the other buckets. So I yeah. never fall off balance. Um, so here's, here's a hot question for you. If okay. you were a patient, who would you decide to use? Oh, I love that question. <laughs> okay, as I said, I would definitely, definitely use the, the free consultation method. Um, okay. That for sure. And then go where I felt this is the right place. This is the right person. I would definitely listen to my intuition. Yeah. Okay. It's, I love that. So you gotta, it comes back to your gut. What's your gut feeling yeah. and how do you feel? So again, thank you so much. This was an amazing interview. I know a lot, of, I got a lot of stuff from it. I mean, I'm gonna rewatch this. I'm gonna take so many notes, um, but how do people contact you? You know, what, what do you have going on in your life? This last five minutes is all yours. You tell, it's all yours right now. The floor is yours. Pedro's gonna share <laughs> Thank you. Well, um, first of all, people can contact me through my website, which is www dot luminous transformational coaching dot com that's a way another way they can contact me is through my instagram handle which is nida sayed coaching and then if you want to just chat about something or if you want to you know see if i could be the right therapist for you all you need to do is send a dm and we can we can book a call and then ju just let's have a chat love it i love it i have two people for you because these two people in my mind um, I think that you said it right, you know, it needs to be deeper. And I think these, these are amazing people that could use your help right away. So I'm going to send you two people for sure. Um, and anyone watching this, I'm gonna have all the links to her website, social media, you know, if you want to reach her, if you want to become potentially a client, I'm gonna have all the resources for you guys. So again, thank you so much. Um, this is definitely one of the best interviews, fun interviews. You're the first interview of 2023. Um, so I can't wait to share this with you and your network and, and yes. the fabric podcast. Thank so, you. Thank you uh, very much for having me. You're welcome. So I will talk to you very soon and everybody yes. listening out there, it's going to be a good one.